Mauro Borelli here, director of Mind Cage, which is coming out at theaters in Vino and Demand December 16th and physical release uh, in uh, early next year. Uh, for people not aware yet, what is Mind Cage about? Um, it's a, a combination of uh, a detective story with a film noir-esque uh, feeling that combine fine art and the supernatural, <laughs> I would say. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. And uh, um, now I watched it and I really liked it. And uh, we don't see uh, Martin Lawrence in a, a lot of dramatic roles. What made him right uh, for this role, do you think? Um, it, you know, when when he came aboard, I was also surprised, I have to be honest with you, because it was a decision made by, initially made by the producer. And when he told me, I was like, uh, I, I was a little bit like, you know, because I, I didn't think about that because I know him as a comedian. Um, and uh, he said, well, talk to him, talk to him. And so we had a, um, a Zoom talk with uh, Stacey and his team and, uh, and him. And he's, and I remember this beautiful, warm voice, you know, for me, I go a lot by voice, you know. Mm-hmm. I think, that, you know, sometimes you can, like, uh, listen, you know, like, uh, um somebody talking you know if he's right just by the voice and uh, and i thought like uh, he has the warm the calm tone that i need for this character and then i went from there um and 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 he was so committed to challenging himself because and and because I, I like challenge too you know so if if i feel the worst things you can do in a movie is you are challenging yourself and nobody else care around you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, that's, that can be destructive. So, uh, but he was like into the same, you know, thing. So, um, yeah. So he came, came to Arkansas and uh, prepared himself very well. He, he probably was aware of uh, his nature of a comedian that can mm-hmm. come out anytime. So he, he controlled that little bit. So he, in order to do that, I think he just stay in character. I think uh, I remember him outside motorhome or walking from, you know, sometimes you expect to see Martin Lawrence, right? And even right. when he's outside, say, okay, now cut. And then Martin Lawrence say, say a joke. No, he kind of go away with his head. But like, I think he was uh, taking very seriously. He want to be in character. He want to be, you want to be that guy, you know, you want to be. So only a couple of times we had a little between takes, a little moment when I saw his eyes opening and it's like, oh, my God, is, is it? <laughs> okay, you know? yeah. But, but yeah, no, for the rest, um, uh, he staying in character all the time. I think that was his uh, secret for, for, for his approach. Yeah. So uh, what's the difference then between directing someone like Martin Lawrence, who uh, he's got a lot of experience, but um, maybe not in this genre, and someone like John Malkovich, who also has a lot of experience, but a lot more in dramatic roles? Um, well, John is, uh, is a pleasure to work because you can, as a director, you can concentrate on, on the visual of the camera. You don't have to worry about the actor. It's right. like, and um, he can, he's also a guy that prepare himself very well and can memorize five pages. No problem. And then if you see a line that he thinks is wrong, he come, he write down a little note and he come to you and say, what do you think about? And always his comments are 
on the point. Um, and sometimes he was spending like one hour going through even more with Melissa to go through through line. Um, and um, he's a guy that basically is so skilled that he can do. I mean, I see when an actor using uh, technique, like a theater technique, and when he can use uh, method acting, right? Mm-hmm. Or, or so he got into the moment, he filled the moment, and he's himself in the moment, and then he slip out of that, he used the technique. So he can he can go in and out from technique and method acting as he wants. It's like uh, so um, he and and if you ask him to do something different, he can do the you know some some people you ask to do something different and three times and they do the same thing. I say, I don't see much difference. <laughs> okay, cut. That's fine. You know, no, he does. He does everything. He's like, you know, he's, he's a theater guy. You know, he's a guy that, you know, and that, that prison cell was mm-hmm. built. And I'm proud of that. It was prison cell, how it came out. Yeah. You know, I don't know if you noticed that, that he has a dress dress red uh, a red a red uh, uniform no mm-hmm. orange red and all the cell is green around him and then when she come in all the background of her is red the same color of his shirt and she's in green mm. so it's almost like he's hell inside the, the green and he's the, the, the angel inside the hell mm-hmm. you know um sometimes things like that they don't need to be explained, they, they, but they work uh, sub, uh, in a subconscious. Right. Even just the contrast, I think, adds something to yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, how about their chemistry together, Melissa and, and John? Um, Melissa was the last one to, to came aboard on the film. And uh, we were in preparation. I was a week before shooting, and I was tortured by not having the actress. And my fear is that when you don't have an actress and uh, so important for for the role and then you have to shoot you're going to find the first one that come in and and then maybe you make a mistake so i was terrorized about that because i knew this character need to have two fundamental quality one she needed to be um authoritarian lead leader leading an investigation mm-hmm. believable as a, a policeman you know, somebody that can arrest you and you don't, you know, but at the same time, she has to be fragile, like a child and no easy to find somebody with those two. Uh, and sometimes it's the face doesn't inspire fragility or maybe the opposite. And she had the perfect face and she can, in a second, she can tear, let the tear going down and she's so fragile. And at the same time, you don't, you don't, play a game with her you know she can shoot yeah you mentioned the the you know that uh john malkovich character is in prison yeah. is that what, what do you do to kind of still keep him feel dangerous even though we know he's behind bars uh, i think is the manipulation that he use uh when somebody um use verbal manipulation mm-hmm. become very dangerous you know, and I think uh, John knew that that was the key for his character, and uh, and uh, he does with the, the perfect timing on his acting. Like sometimes he doesn't let her finish the thing and he jump in. He has a perfect timing, so that's you know those dialogue will be 
will lose 50% of their power if there was not uh, somebody that can that can do that. Right. How about uh, creating the, the displays for the victims? They're very elaborate. And like, so how are they like storyboarded art? Like, do you draw pictures of them first or uh, like, how do you go about designing those? Um, yeah, I draw, I draw sketches. Uh, they were not, not completely illustration. They were more sketches. Cause I know when you do this type of budget of movie, that is not like a studio, you know, yeah. and you have to, you have to be able to change idea. So if I do a very complete illustration, then I cannot change idea because I, it's like a, I put on my head. So I do lose so I can change. And so I, I had drawing that combined three elements, uh, art direction element, for example, the cross that has to be built for the angel in the church. Then there is a prosthetic and makeup, which is like the wings and the crown or the nail, the, you know, and then the costume. So, and I gave it the same copy of the drawing to three different departments. And, uh, and they, you know, Chintamani did the wings and the, and the prosthetic. Um, Nava did the, the, the building. And uh, we have this Polish uh, costume uh, uh, person that, uh, Katarzyna, that she's an artist. And she does all this kind of uh, music video, weird costume with trees and roots and stuff and weird metal stuff. So we kind of, uh, you know, we try to combine those three elements in there. Yeah. No, they look awesome. And I'm also glad that you show his lair because sometimes you think, well, how, how does this, how does a guy make these giant elaborate things you know, right there uh, in two minutes? But, you know, you show his lair that he's actually creating these, taking time to put the art together. And how about designing his lair? Designing the, the the layer uh, where where the uh, where the killer lives and does his work. Oh oh, now now we go. Okay, so let me tell you that was under a courthouse, a basement of a courthouse. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, and uh, and uh, when we shot that, the limitation of time, I shot the scene where you know, and I can spoil the thing, but there's uh, something happening there, which is the, the dark side of the of the killer. Um, and then uh, um, we had to wrap. So I'm lucky that in my house in Los Angeles, one of the few houses that has a basement, a walking basement, that similar to that place. So with my friend, you know, with my friend DP, we came in and I start to do all the little details, you know, like the little drop of blood and stuff. So part of that was done in post after under my in my basement oh very cool so mind cage december 16th on video demand and select theaters which i think would be very cool to see in the theater i think is always the best way to see movie impossible and then uh uh physical release early next year it was uh very cool to talk with you thank you so much thanks thank you ciao yeah. bye
chimes And here you stand accused of sound abuse You lost your mind You must have thrown it down a garbage chute But please don't let me go My body, my body, my mind